nofilter.net. It's an online live streaming platform where you can watch our shows live, knock, come into the booth, ask Big Ben a question, ask Kay Wynn a question, ask one of our guests. We've had Sean Casey, Kevin Euclid, Will Clark, Anthony Parker, Rick Buecher, and many, many more. Yeah, it's very simple. Just go to nofilter.net, search for us as hosts. You can also listen to our other collaborators or other contributors on the network. It's an opportunity to engage with our guests. You can chat with them. That's the thing I don't think people think about when they're like, man, my fantasy team sucked. Where were you during the draft? What was your BAC? Who was around you? What type of information do you have in front of you? Were you winging it? Were you at a movie with your wife? Are you trying to change your kid? So you're gonna, you're gonna love this. So, uh, WSC podcast is two and eleven. Okay. I was playing volleyball in the middle of our draft. So I would pick one. It would auto pick three. I'd come back and pick one. And it's been a rough go at it. The other league that we're in, we're in second place because I was behind the computer drafting with my magazines open, chatting and texting with Matthew Barry of ESPN. There you go. I wish it was the inverse. (laughs) I know. I really wish it wasn't that hard. But who do we have on today? We have Dave Hillman from Dynasty Dorks. At Dynasty Dorks, the number one fantasy football podcast out there. Is that a play on Duck Dynasty? Like, shouldn't it be Dork Dynasty? <laughs> well, we should ask him. I mean, if that's the true play, because that's what I think of. Since you have the camo on, bam, you're ready for this episode. Let's go. We're at war. B14, <laughs> we're at war. Welcome to Big Ben and K Win. I'm K Win, that smug guy over in the corner. My co-host, the number one Seattle Seahawks fan, Big Ben, and he can't wait, can't wait to talk about last week's Hawks-Niners game. Let's hear it. 17-3 and three over our last 20 against your Niners. Hey, we're not going to make the playoffs. Let's at least play spoiler, and that's what we did last week, but we'll save that. Yeah, you want to plug? I'd, I've been on two bye weeks, man. I don't know what's going on. What's up? What's down? I Here's apologize, but thanks it's for welcoming me back. It's all good. You have a baby. You have a job. I don't have a baby, but I do have a job. <laughs> but here's my hot take. Who do you trust more to get into the playoffs? K wins 6-6 six and six 49ers or J-Mo, my fiance's? Seven and five Chargers. Who do you trust more? Oof. Is that a question? Yeah. Well, look at the divisions. Like, people, I think, wrote off the AFC West as kind of a – it's a good division. The Broncos, I think, are 500. I don't think there's a team under 500 in that division. The Raiders, you never know what you're going to get. And down the stretch, you always have these division games. Like, week 14 is like – I think the Hawks play someone, the or the Texans. But when it comes to the last three weeks, you're usually in Division K. So who's the tougher division? This year, some may argue that the AFC West is better top to bottom. Um, that said, one has Justin Herbert. The other has Jimmy Garoppolo. There's the answer. The Chargers 
Chargers D looks better. Joey Bosa walked off late. Uh, I think that game off injured, if I remember correctly, of the one highlight I watched of the entire weekend of football. Uh, Eckler, Keenan Allen's on the COVID list, so that could impact some things. Mike Williams may show up. Mike Williams needs to play for the Raiders. I feel like that'd be a perfect fit for for a guy like that. You never know what you're going to get. 200 yards and two TDs. Out, he shows up, so he's get the get the prop bet from Mike Williams this week. <laughs> Over yards and three TDs. <laughs> I think it's got. I I got to take my, put my money on the Chargers, especially if the Niners would have won this past weekend. I think I would have said Niners, and you probably wouldn't have had this question. But I just want to rub it in again that the Hawks beat your Niners. But I'll say Herbert and the Chargers. Herbert gets crosses the chasm of kind of fringe uh, franchise quarterbacks into, okay, he's the next Phillip Rivers. He'll be with San Diego for the next 20 years. And subsequently, he'll have 18 kids along the way. That's where you're wrong, my friend. And I hate to say this to break up a happy house. And J-Mo will be very upset when I say this. The Niners have a better shot, in my humble opinion. I look at schedule, the five games remaining, and then the teams behind them. Look, look at the Niners' schedule. They got at Sensi, Atlanta, at Tennessee, Houston, at L.A. That L.A. game's a guaranteed win because Shanahan owns McVay. He's 5-0. and So my Niners are going to go 3-2, and finish it 9-8. and They're going to get that spot. The teams behind them, Philly, I mean, they're going to give it a shot, but I don't have very much confidence in them. New Orleans, they can't stop anyone on offense. And Taysom Hill is doing his Jameis Bucks personation where he throws it to his other team instead of the receivers. Matty Ice is done. And don't even talk about Carolina. Brought Cam back. And Cam may no longer be the starting quarterback. I believe, in all seriousness, the teams below the Niners are in shambles, not in a good shape. If you look at the Chargers and the AFC, you've got – Bengals, Pittsburgh, if they can figure it out, and Indy. I like Indy to sneak it in because they're going to do what Jimmy should do and hand the ball off. So I hope both of them make it, but if I have to pick one, I'm picking them. I had so many takes on what you just said, but I think we got to move on because a lot of what you said is is a little off in my in my humble opinion. But I think the Bengals are better than some people think. Um, I just don't think that schedule is as easy as you may see it. Like, who would have thought the Seahawks would have beat them? But they did. Can you take care of the teams you should? In my opinion, they should have beat the snot out of the Seahawks. The Seahawks reacted like that. They had just won the division playoff game again. Like, that's how bad we are this year. And now we're talking, we, we changed the dialogue ultimate thing you can do god we're in a down year change tag at least we own the niners well done seattle i guess we'll just have to agree to disagree there but let's move go chargers. on go jmo go jmo go chargers every wednesday and sometimes thursdays if you're lucky we do this show nfl huddle with big Ben and k win there's two parts the first part we break down the western standard six those are the six teams we care about the Niners, the Chargers, the Rams, the Hawks, the Raiders, the Cardinals. 
We'll give you the highs and lows of last week. And then our second segment, everyone's favorite segment, our pro pick'em partner. We've got Dave Hillman on the show. You know him from Indianapolis, where he calls home. You also know him from at Dynasty Dorks, a fantasy podcast, one of the best podcasts out there. That's where we get our points from. Dave will come on, and he'll try to pick winners out of 10 games. Money line, straight up. That's how we play him here at Big Ben and K-Win. And he'll try to beat our current year-to-date winner, Sean Salisbury, who did 9 out of 10. But before we get into that and the show, let's give a shout-out to our primary sponsor, 88 Acres. Big Ben, wondering what you can get your significant other for the holidays this season? Linen. What's your guy's name? Ty. All your other friends that just had babies, wondering if your babies are on the naughty or nice list? 88 Acres has you covered and all your holiday needs covered. Seed bars, granolas, butters, and more. Check out 88acres.com, at 88acres on Instagram. And if you go online and use our promo code WST15, again, WST15, you get 15% off. Delicious, healthy snacks, butter, seed bars, and much, much more. At 88acres.com. At 8 Acres on Instagram, Big Ben and Kaywin, brought to you by 88. I got to plug 88 Acres a little more, all because JD needs to send me more stuff. And I tell you why. Thanksgiving, all my stuff is gone. So there is multiple use cases for all of 88 Acres. Let me play this out for you. You got uh, young kids. They want some charcuterie board. You're not going to give them Capricola. Cut up a 88 <laughs> Acres seed bar. Boom, there you go. They feel like adults. The butter, pumpkin seed butter, mix it in with your little pumpkin pie that you're baking for the holidays. Phenomenal addition. And then the green goddess, just everyone loves green goddess. Just mix, no one eats salad, right? But if it's got green goddess on it, you feel a little bit better. It's good, it's tangy. It's, it assembles any spinach salad or romaine or you're like me and just iceberg and get it over with. Green Goddess is, is grub. JD, send me some more stuff, please. I'm done with 80 Acres. 80 Acres, WST15, promo code. Love it. Where do you want to start this show off with? You lead, my friend, because I'm playing catch up from the last two weeks. So I do not have a breakdown, unfortunately. So that segment is going to have to go out the out the door. Why don't we lead with the Niners Hawks game? I knew you were going to say that. That just allows for more time for you to talk about this game. You get like, now you get like 10 minutes to just hammer me home. I, I guess I did. I, I, yes. I trolled you all last week. You did troll me. You played, you played up the Hawks for one week and then you trolled me hard. And it was a K-Win jinx. What did you see in that game and why or why not? Why why do the Niners why can't the Niners beat the Hawks? Like why why is it so hard for them to beat the Hawks? What I saw in that game is the Seahawks defense stood up, took the challenge, and they were the difference. Like Ken Norton Jr., what did he do? He brought his linebackers up, he crowded the line of scrimmage, and he secured the edge. And he said, Jimmy, beat me if you can. And they shut down the Niners' running attack. I think they only rushed for like 70 yards. And other than that, they couldn't get back to the football that they did the last three weeks when they're rushing 150, 200 yards per game. 
So then Jimmy had to throw the ball minus Debo. Kittle was the only weapon. With all that being said, the Niners are still in it until the very last play. I won't bring up the third and goal play because that's what the casual fan will see. But what the real fan will see is fourth and goal, slant. Trent Sherfield, he was open. But Carlos Dudlap, hands up, deflects the ball. So it all came down to Seahawks. You can say what you want about Jimmy or Trey or Shanahan. The 49ers were in a position to win that game. But the Seahawks defense showed up and they played well. I oh again after we patted down that pass, we celebrated like it was the Sherman tip, you know, from Crabtree so long ago. It just blew my mind. I'll tell you what I saw. One, Adrian Peters couldn't score a touchdown for the Hawks. Like I never thought I'd in my life would be saying that. I it's interesting to see how veterans this is like where they come to like ride off in the sunset. Um, you know, Jerry Rice played for the Hawks. Um, there's been a, a few others that have come and played for the Hawks. But Adrian Peterson, that's how bad it is in our running game. Travis Homer on a fake punt takes it to the house. Um, there, I mean, I think Pete Carroll honestly threw out the playbook and said, you guys want to drop some plays to run? And they're like, sure, everything else isn't working. Unfortunately, they're not drawing up plays for enough plays for DK, which is weird to me. Like, I, I just don't get the Hawks. I don't get how they won other than down the stretch, what you saw. And I think the difference here, turnovers for, were, were partially the same. It was the time of possession that second half. I think we held the ball for some 10 minutes in one drive almost. And that deflates an offense. The defense gets tired, you know. Um, and Russ, I think the weird thing to me around Russ, if I can give a take on Russ, go ahead. Russ, Russ looks go back to rewind to week, or I believe it was September 17th. Unfortunately, the passing of his mental health coach, and Russ hasn't seemed like the same guy from that point. And he, he's lost that like swagger, the the kind of you know, the, the moxie, I guess you would. Like, I'm going to go win this game. We're going to be okay. And it seems like he's lost that. And I think he's lost trust from DK a little bit yeah. too. So you saw some guys everyone liked to see when they look at the box score. Oh, a guy like um, DS Gridge score, right? That's, that's fun to see. Um, Carlos Dunlap comes up with two big plays. But other than that, you know, it's it's kind of the weird – 73-yard fake punt. And then I think for the most part, the, the Niners more or less dominated that game other than enough those few drives, I think, with the, the time of possession. So, um, K-Win, I don't know if the Niners just can't play. I don't know where they stay when they come up to Seattle or what they're <laughs> – like, what – What's on the agenda where they're just not – are they eating the same thing for breakfast and it's just not good for them? Like, I don't get what goes on when they play Seattle. But, again, the roll of the spoiler, the Seahawks can play it. And either – I like what they did. That's some, some people play that maybe you wouldn't see play in a traditional game where they're maybe playing the playoffs. Keeps it at least interesting. All right. So we got about 15 minutes left. We talked a little fantasy football. We talked a little New York Giants. Are you ready to get into the main draw, our, our pick 'em? 
Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So you only have 10 games. It's straight winners, so straight money line, no spread. You just tell us who you think is going to win. And the reigning champ is Sean Salisbury, who's got 9 out of 10. So we need you to get at least 9 out of 10. And then me, Big Ben, and Saquon Barkley, because the Giants aren't making the playoffs there, show up at your door with a trophy engraved with there we go. your championship trophy for coming on the show. So I so like to win, I only have to go 10 for 10. Oh, yeah, that's you it. Go, or you go nine out of 10 and you win with the tiebreaker. Oh, oh, okay. So you're saying there's a chance. Salisbury had a cake week, though. I will say that. Like, week seven was cake. The only game he missed was the Carolina game. I, so, I mean, this week isn't too bad in that there's same sense. There's been a lot of upsets in, in my opinion. And there's players out due to COVID. There's a lot. It's been a weird year. But we have faith in you, Dave. Hey, let's go. Let's do it. All right. Let's start out Thursday night. We have Pittsburgh at Minnesota. Oh, man. Minnesota. Um, so everyone had them losing to the Lions last week, right? Um, so Minnesota, they, they look good one week and they look bad the next week. Um, Kirk Cousins doesn't win on prime time. Give me the Steelers. And Thielen's out. He's not going to play. Dalvin Cook banged up with a shoulder. I like that one. Big Ben's last season in Pittsburgh. Mason yeah. Rudolph will be hopefully playing in a Christmas game next year. I That is one thing I have said multiple times <laughs> I want to see. All right. The Las Vegas Raiders, who just can't get it right, like your Giants with their draft picks, um, probably leaving some guys behind the Aria Pool. While they trek to the middle of the country to go play the once dead, just abandoned. Patrick Mahomes stinks. He's doing too many commercials. The Chiefs are garbage. Everyone's figured them out. Now they're eight and four, leading the division again. And in come the Raiders. What do you got? Oh, Chiefs win big. You missed it, Dave. I said I went to the dentist this week, and I'd rather go to the dentist every Sunday than watch any Raider. Hey, the, bad right now. It, it's it's rough, and what you know when when rugs when that situation happened, then Waller they pretty much took Waller out, and now Waller's hurt. That offense is just it's just bad. They they traded traded or got rid of four out of their five offensive linemen last year. Where is Waller? Is what's what's the diagnosis of Waller? He's he's like week to week or day to day, something like that. But uh, he's he's got uh, a knee injury that probably going to keep him out another week or two. Unfortunate. Kenyon Drake Waller. just broke his Kenyon Drake just broke his ankle, so Kenyon Drake is out as well. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, you're right. They're going to be left with who's their four string running back. Yeah, like Peyton Barber and Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard, I think, is hurt as well. So, yeah, Peyton Barber <laughs> and then whoever else. <laughs> Peyton Bar Barber is available in 99.9% .9 of all leagues. Yeah. <laughs> all right, K-Win, you want me to preview this one since it's my Hawks headed down to Texas to take on the Houston Texans? Um, who are the Texans playing? Tyrod, uh, Davis Mills, uh, let's see. Warren Moon, who knows who's going to be a quarterback for the Jeff Texans. Jeff Driscoll. 
Jeez. who's actually converted to tight end. So, uh, you know, <laughs> pull a Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's like he's officially they announced it two weeks ago. Jeff Driscoll's converting to tight end. So we'll see how that goes. All right. I have to ask you, you said you don't trust anyone in the Seahawks backfield of Lockett and Metcalf going forward. Who do you trust more? Oh, I, I'm I'm I was a definitely a big DK guy and I, I'm someone that I I like I like Lockett, but I don't draft in my fantasy just because at the end of the season you get fooled because you see, wow, like Lockett was a you know wide receiver twelve last year, and it's like he had four wide receiver one performances and he had twelve wide receiver like seventy performances. Um, but I, honestly, like DK is it's it's really tough right now. Um, so that it's a really tough question. Um, but I, I will say DK gets it going, and, and I'll take DK the rest of the season over Lockett. Okay. Uh, this is Lockett, this is, yeah, you're exactly right. 30, 32 one game, two games at two and four, and then like 26 and hit or miss. Yeah, he's definition of boom and bust. Yep. Are you going the Texans in this game with the big upset? <laughs> Hey, you know, the Texans defense has been much, much better than um, advertised this year. They're playing with some heart, but uh, no, no. Go Seattle. All right. We have a big interdivision game. We have the Cowboys against the Washington football team, who they won four straight behind Taylor Heineke. Who do you got in this game? Yeah, it pains me to say, uh, you know, either one of these guys, but um, – I always want to see my number one team's the Giants. My second two ever is playing Dallas. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I'd, I'll cheer for Washington, but my head says Dallas. I got to beat Sean. He's, everyone wants to get in the door here. So tickets, you got to get 102. It's your lowest, lowest ticket. Dallas minus four is the line, although we're not taking. But you got the Cowboys? Yeah, I got the Landover. Cowboys. Yeah, I, I got the Cowboys in this one. Um, I just think that, you know, their their defense has been very aggressive, causing turnovers. Um, Heineke has been th- – he throws the ball into double coverage more than anybody. <laughs> we, we thought Fitzpatrick was the craziest. And um, I, I, I believe it was 47% of uh, Terry McLaurin's targets are contested. And so, like, he's having a fight for every single ball and, like, Heineke does not care. He just throws in <laughs> coverage. So, I mean, it turns great sometimes, but it's – it's Diggs probably let up two touchdowns, but he'll still get a pick this week. All right. On the same, uh, I guess, throwing in a double coverage and some guy that might say – most might say does more insurance commercials than you'll see him and actually celebrate in a, a touchdown throw. You got another heated division rivalry. The Browns beat them last year in the playoffs, I believe. And so you got the Baltimore Ravens going into the Rust Belt and playing the Browns, who in terms of like fantasy, I can't figure out who their tight end is. Um, Is Kareem Hunt around? Is Nick Chubb? Donovan Peoples-Jones shows up. Like it's crapshoot with the Browns. So who do you got in that game? Yeah, the, and ba- Baker's playing hurt. Um, there's really no receivers. I think Kareem Hunt does come back this week. They're saying it's a very, very 
good possibility. Um, Ravens are good on the ground on defense. They're they're t- they're I think they're 31st against the pass. So they really they stop the run, um, and that's the the Browns' strength. Um, but I'm going to go Ravens on this one. Um, Lamar over Baker. And they just played two weeks ago. That was the game when the Ravens won 16 to 10, and he uh, had four interceptions. I don't think he's going to throw four interceptions this week. So I'm with you on the Ravens. Now, the big game, because it's your team, Dave. The Giants are playing the Chargers. Easiest remember, one on the you slate, don't unfortunately. Bet, you don't have to bet for your heart with your heart here. You got yeah. to beat Sean. Yeah, if if I were, it would be the, the, the biggest YOLO victory if I were to win because the Giants with Jake from State Farm <laughs> beat the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, didn't the Chargers lose to the Jets last year and like their only loss? Um, so anything's possible, but I'm gonna go Chargers, even though they all got COVID, we're still gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, Mike Williams is out. They did say that Keenan Allen is questionable, so Jalen Guyton might be an interesting fantasy play this week. Ooh, okay. Um, Dave, I apologize, I was looking at my phone just because I was very intrigued by this move that I might make. And I just realized it. So I do, I have her in the first place by I'm 11 and two next best teams, nine and four season ends next week. There's no way I don't get the first. I have the bills defense, but Miami's on waivers and their subsequent following games coming out of the bye are the jets. Go grab the turn- well, Go grab them. They got, don't they got the jets that like jets twice and, and the saints. The following week, and we saw Taysom Hill through the golden sombrero of interceptions. God, all right. Yeah, all yeah. Miami, Miami is a nice pickup. I was really trying to go after them for the playoff stretch and for the playoffs itself. They they had the Jets like two out of three weeks. Ooh, That's money. I'm gonna. I, I got sixty five bucks left in my budget. I'm gonna throw eight bucks at them just so no one else touches them, and I'm dropping my bills. Dave, you are the man. I'm gonna win this fantasy league all because of you, my friend. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. All right, next game. The Niners coming off a tough loss against my Seahawks. They go into Cincinnati, where Cincinnati has the same problem as uh, every other year. You don't know what receiver to pick. Is it Boyd? Is it Higgins? Is it Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase looks like he's going to put up a big week, and then he drops the ball You know when he's behind the, the safety. Uh, Joey B gets beat up quite a bit still with that revamped offensive line. The Niners, Mitchell looks great. Kittle is back, put up huge numbers last week. Jimmy G, 10-yard out, 10-yard slant. Team pattern to, to Kittle. Who, do, this who wins is, this game? And of the trio of receivers, who do you start? This is the most difficult one that we've had. Um, Mitchell might not play. He's hurt, um, and so he's questionable for this week. Um, I believe it was – it might have been, you know, concussion protocol, but it might have been the knee. I can't even remember. But he's really banged up, um, and that's that's tough because Jeff Wilson has not been the same since the knee injury. Trey Sermon, he kind of is what we thought he was before the draft type. Um, so that one's tough, and then Joe Burrow's got that – like broken finger, he's 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 pretty banged up. So receiver wise, start your studs. I'll I'll 
I'll go with Jamar Chase, even though he's been cold. Um, but I don't feel great about it. And I'm going to go with San Francisco just because I trust their defense more. Don't feel good about that one, though. That's that's the you, one. you got a lot of people flying in and, and winning some games. It's yeah, not, it's not, it's tough, man. The, the, the Bengals are uh, – they were a really good – Really good team earlier in the year. Defense was playing well. Jesse Bates is looking good. Trey Hendrickson, but and Joe Mixon's also um, questionable for the game as well. Ooh, Perrine and his beard might be big, big money. Huh? His, yeah, he's with those big old biceps. <laughs> big Buff Bagwell out there. The Bengals are the central version of the Chargers. Like, <laughs> they are. They win big games and then they just lose other games. That's why I don't trust them. No, nah, yeah. When you lose to the Jets, I, I I don't trust you. Period. You know. And then you, yeah, you lost to Chicago that week, and everyone's like, "How do you? How the Bears literally did not know what they were doing? Like, yeah, they had no idea what they were doing. They're like, we don't know what our quarterback situation is. Robinson was out, and they still beat the Bengals. Yeah, I finally got on board of like, okay, you know what? The Bengals are legit, and then they lost to the Jets. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, yeah. Yeah, knew it, knew it. All right, Kevin, this is a big game this week. Big Probably game, coming off a week. short week. You got the Bills playing the Bucks in Tampa. Oh, man. Okay, this, this, yeah, they're getting tougher. Um, yeah, you this, this. Some stat, you want me to give you some quick stats here? Yeah, let's do it. Tom Brady is thirty-two and three against the Bills, and three and zero against Josh Allen. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I was already going to go with Tampa Bay. That, um, yeah, that makes it easy. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's, the Bills are another one of those teams where they, they're, you know, they're left, they have one hand, you know, if you take, you know, if you're playing basketball, you take away one guy, you know, one of their hands and you're hurting them because they don't have another threat and um, they can't run the ball and it's a problem. It's the defense is like, all right, we're just going to put four or five people, you know, on the line, we'll drop everybody into coverage because you can't run the ball. And, um, you know, we're going to force Josh Allen to dink and dunk. And then he gets, you know, it's Josh yeah, Allen. He's like, he gets antsy and he forces a ball <laughs> Heineke style. And we get, you know, it's just, it's been last week was kind of a wash with that. Like weather. Did you see the, like that field goal where the, the field, like the ball turned into like a boomerang. The guy kicked it into the wind and it came back. I think the first the kickoff, the kickoff just sailed into the stands. Yeah, like, but yeah, I, I, as you know, my my buddies and all the Bills fans, I love Bills Mafia. I went to school up by Buffalo. I love Bills Mafia, but got to go with Tampa Bay. I I think the Bills need a a dome. Like they they probably would like just for partial points of the season. Be like, hey, we're gonna put a dome over this thing because this doesn't help anyone and actually hurts us. Yeah, my, my wife's from Dominican Republic. She is she does not understand at all why they play football outside. She's like, that is the stupidest thing ever. And I'm like, told her about Green Bay, and I'm like, it's kind of like their thing. Like they wear it like like bravado, and she's like, it's stupid. Like, you know, like it doesn't make any sense that they're doing that. Uh, like, yeah. So I, I agree with her. It's just you know the fan the, the fans. You know, it's really yeah. tough to go to games in, uh, in that kind of weather. You weren't Bill's Mafia, yeah. You just, I mean, you have to be somewhat 
stupid to go to those games. And the or Bills Mafia highly, is highly intoxicated. Yes, you yeah. are. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll give you a layup before the Monday night game. I think it's a layup. It's in Lambeau, the aforementioned Lambeau. Uh, Andy Dalton is now the quarterback again. I think Fields, I don't know. I haven't looked at the injuries going into this week, but A-Raj is getting, I think, some of his weapons back. Um, this could be a little bit of load management, but it is a division game, and I think you got to win to keep pace with the cards if you're Green Bay, but you tell me, is the Bears squeak one out here? Do they pull a Jets on the Bengals, or is this just a layup? Yeah, I think it's a layup. The only concern that I have is that Devontae Adams popped up today with a hamstring injury limited in practice. Um, so that's the only concern because one of the you know, one of the problems of the Packers is they have nothing behind Devontae Adams. Well, if Devontae Adams isn't there, Marquez Valdez Scantling is now your number one receiver. Um, so but if Aaron Jones comes back, they'll just, you know, run the ball all over him. Um Justin Fields is supposed to be back. We'll see. He's off the, he's, you know, he's listed like he's going to play. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Packers and the Packers are my, um, I picked them up today. They're my number one streaming defense this week. Randall Cobb. You don't think, believe Randall Cobb just, I picked him up. I think the night of where he went for two touchdowns, like put up a nice little 18 burger for me. And I looked epic for one week and then, subsequently suck the rest yeah of the he's he's a best ball if anything like you just throw him in your best ball lineup and hope for the best i thought with robert tunyon going down that you know because you saw it immediately robert tunyon went down the yeah. next week or that game to, you know cobb went off and that was all she wrote short-lived <laughs> yeah um and scantling you know was out so um valdez scantling is someone that you know somebody could squeak in their lineups as well he's He's been getting a lot of targets, and I always say follow the targets and follow the air yards, and he's been getting a lot of both. And if Devontae Adams is out, he's going to get a lot of work. Monday Last night one. game. All right, let me let me recap to this point. Just whoa, whoa, what about the Monday yeah. night game? I know, but let me recap. Just So Steelers, in case there's like a mascot thing that we're making picks off, Steelers, Chiefs, Seahawks, Cowboys. You said Ravens, correct, in that. Ravens Browns game. Yep. Okay. Ravens, Chargers, Niners, Bucks, Packers. Now we got Monday night. Rams in Arizona playing the Cardinals. I'm gonna go have to go to Sportsbook and do a parlay on this and just see if it works out. I Feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> okay, so this is the interesting part. This was before I had my child who's upstairs screaming. But I would run out to, we just got um, sports books in all the tribal casinos here in Washington. So I, after these picks, I would run out and make a 10-way parlay. Salisbury almost had it at like $100 <laughs> oh, yeah. in, pay out like, I think it was close to 4200 like 10-way. So awesome. I'm willing to do the same here if you're that confident. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. We'll see what number 10, 10 rolls. The, the only games I'm worried about are the Bengals. And I'm not as worried about the Bills game. Sorry, Bills Mafia. But the Bengals game in San Francisco, I don't know, man. That Both teams are on the I don't really trust you. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't trust Shanahan at all. Like, you don't know what the dude's going to do. 
Um, yeah, Debo, you don't know if Debo is going to play or not. Like, there's a lot of injuries going on in that game with Mixon, with Burrow. It's just, you know, but I, I went with San Francisco. I like, I like Kittle. I like the defense. And they usually, they, one of you guys could go run for 100 yards under Shanahan. Like, <laughs> he usually figures it out. Maybe, yeah, Jermichael Hasty goes for buck 20 this week. All right. Who do you got? Cards? Rams? Yeah, uh, Cardinals. Um, you know, the, the, the Rams are, you know, they're dysfunctional right now. Um, Looked better last week, but Stafford just looks so banged up. Like, he's struggling out there. So, um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. They're a balanced team. Well, both are pretty balanced team, but right now they're just – no. Daryl Henderson is banged up. Stafford's banged up. Okay, when propose uh, – last question, then I want you to close with your proposal for your, your, your Cooper Cup bet. See what we can get. Oh, we got to get to the tiebreaker. I know. All right. So this is when you get to nine wins. The tiebreaker is total points on Monday night. Could be a shootout in Arizona. Total points. Do you have the over-under by chance? We can look it up. I do. Hold on one moment. Yeah. Uh, Monday night game over-under 51 and a half. All right. I'm going to go with 55. Okay. All right. We got you. Okay. So, Dave, I was talking earlier about uh, the triple crown for Cooper Cup. Receptions, touchdowns, and yards for the wide receivers. Right now, he's leading in all three. And I was going to get Ben to uh, set the line for me to place a bet with him, but he was too chicken to do it. But what do you think Cup's odds are to win the Triple Crown this year? You're the house. You are the house right now, and you have to set the line. What would you set it at? That, I mean, he's he's definitely, you're, the house has to get something back because Cooper Cup's already in the lead. Like, the, you're not going to, you know, your odds are, are pretty good. Um, so I'm, I'm not necessarily, I necessarily don't know, how to set odds, um, but you know, one out of two. One out of two is that is that good? I don't know. Ben's I didn't. I, I said fifty to one. I don't, <laughs> I'm I'm losing my money. Um, fifty to one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how to set set a line, so I apologize. But I'm gonna say the odds are in your favor. If this was the the sleeper bar and it was saying like what where you're gonna win. It's not at 99, but it's probably at like 75, um, you know, for each one of those things, because there's just, you know, there's people that have fallen out of the race that were up there. You know, Debo was was up there. Um, I think, you know, Jefferson might be able to challenge him in a couple, but Jamar Chase has fallen off of the the TD pace he was on. Um, Hopkins has missed a ton of time. Adam Thielen was on a tear for touchdowns. He's injured. So I just think it comes down to like he's kind of going to be, he's kind of last man standing right now. He's all, all he's got to do is make it through the next couple of weeks and he's got it. Yeah. I The one category that worries me is touchdowns because Mike Evans is at 10, one behind him. And that's Brady's favorite target in the red zone. Yeah. As far as yards and receptions, I think he's going to win those and it won't even be close. So it's just touchdowns is what concerns me. 
Yeah, that's it's and the offense it's just been it's missing Robert Woods has been a big deal. Um there's there's a lot of times if you watch the games where just people don't know where they are like where they're supposed to be and it's caused some turnovers and things like that, you know, the Ben Scuba is whatever his name is, Scubernecki or something. Um and then uh OBJ. <laughs> you know? a mess. He runs out there like, where do you he, want me? Yeah, he's like, like running all over the place and like Stafford's I think he's thrown like he's thrown the ball to the guy like ten times for like, you know, like one catch, two interceptions and four drops. And then Odell Beckham hasn't been that much better. You know, um, so it's just been it's it's you know, plus you know, he's a good run blocker and all that stuff. Like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are great run blockers. So like missing Robert Woods has been a bigger impact than I think people think. And when they when the, you know when you can't keep the the drive going, that hurts Cooper Cup, and yeah. we've seen it. All right, Dave, you want to plug Dynasty Dorks? How where'd you get the name? K wins and camo. I thought it was from Dynasty Duck Dynasty, but where, where's the, nice. where's the name? How long you've been around? And yeah, our Dyn- listeners Dyn- should tune in. I already said it's the number one fantasy football podcast, and that's why my team is in second place going for a championship. So tell our listeners about your podcast and why it's so great. Yeah, uh, Dynasty Dorks Fantasy Football. You can get us on YouTube or just any of this, any streaming platforms like Apple, Google, stuff like that. Just make sure you do Dynasty Dorks one word. Um, if not, it'll come up as Dynasty Nerds. Shout out to those guys. They're cool. But um, we want Dynasty Dorks. It's one word. Um, yeah, like we're, you know, it's it's me. I got a couple other guys that, that, that come on the show. Um, I just joined Gridiron Ratings, not even announced yet, but I'm going to be the uh, lead dynasty analyst for them. Um, been around for like five years, uh, worked for a few different places, Pro Football Network, NFT Draft, a couple different things project-wise, but really just do my own thing. My buddy Danny came up with the name. Uh, he lives out in the, the West Coast. He lives in Boise, Idaho. Um, people love Dynasty Dorks, the name. I wish I came up with it myself, but... Uh, um, yeah, it's it's a great name. It's catchy, and uh, I've got a few offers to to uh, take the brand off my hands, and not a good not a good enough offer yet. I love it. Love it. Well, uh, Dave, thanks for the time, man. Yeah, it was we it was a lot of fun. We'll, 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 we'll keep up. We'll keep you up to date via Twitter on your on your picks. And Dude, I, I, I I don't know if I don't know if my wife's gonna I'm gonna have to be like, yeah, I'm taking Kennedy to the park, and then drive out to Snoqualmie <laughs> Casino, which is 40 minutes out. But I think I'll have the time to do it, pull it off. I'll send you a picture of the uh, 10-way parlay. All right, man. Hey, I, I really hope I hope we get some wins. I hope we get all of them. Too, man. And, and Beat Dave, Salisbury. we want to we hear about the NFT draft. We didn't have enough time on this episode. We'd love to invite, like, you and Maddie Daddy back just to talk about NFT draft, what you guys are doing, and how we can spend some money and make some money. Yeah, no, absolutely. We can definitely talk NFT draft uh, any anytime. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll thanks, also guys. continue to post these on Spotify and iTunes just in a little more consolidated effort. So you'll get snippets and you can come in and watch us in our vault and listen to any other past shows. You won't miss a thing. In fact, you can watch us live. Just need a laptop, decent internet connection, or even your phone. Big Ben and K Win, our venture into no filter network. Please join us. 
nofilter.net there's about 80 hosts so there's sports hosts there's comedians there's cooking shows there's politics if you want to go there live stream live interaction live banter you can make fun of k win and big ben in real time nofilter.net it's the future of podcasting and sports content